Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's Cho time! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Yeah, Tiki Talk. This is episode 277 for the week of March 28th, 2019. Back in the hut this week is Keith. Keith, what's up? Hey, now. Hey, everybody. It's nice to be back, finally. Yeah, thanks for coming back. We missed you. Uh... I missed you too, and everybody out there. It's it's uh, been a crazy few weeks. So yes, you just didn't like anybody, and now you're back. You like them again. Well, yeah, it's like mood swings. I get them a lot. So I know, I know, <laughs> I understand. I get it. Let's see. Um, any major Disney news that we wanted to bring up? Um, oh, the Beauty and the I, I, I'm sure Steve will talk about it in the news, but uh, the Beauty and the Beast rest a bar coming to Meisner's Lounge. Yeah, that I'm just not sure how that fits. I mean, like you already have be our guest as kind of the the stage for that. If you want that, I just don't really see how that fits the uh, resort theme. But I never did two Meisners um, and stuff, so it's like I don't really I have a whole sentimental value to it. So. Right. Yeah. So it's like I'm kind of indifferent, but as far as the theming, it doesn't really seem to fit there. No, I agree. I don't think it fits there at all. And, and like I told you, I kind of think like Disney jumped the shark, is jumped the shark officially with this one because it doesn't really fit there. They're, along with that, and then the Wilderness Lodge having Snow White. I mean, Snow White fits the lodge a little bit more. Right. And, and that's even a stretch than Beauty and the Beast fitting at uh, the Grand Floridian. Yeah, so... I don't get it. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be really well-themed. It's probably going to look awesome. I honestly don't know if I'm going to make a special trip there just for that. Maybe if I'm staying at the Poly, I might. But personally, me, I'm not just going to go there if I'm leaving one of the parks. It was different for, like, Trader Sam's where I had to go. Right. That's, that's more my my speed. I kind of I dig that a little bit more than the Beauty Beast theming. Especially, it's a library. So, I mean... Right. So it's not even really like a bar theme either. I mean, right. it's 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 just all around. At first, I thought that it was an early April Fools' like post or something, but it seems to be real. So, right. yep. Let's see. Uh, okay, I think that's pretty much it. We'll do for now. I'll, I'm going to throw it over to Steve for uh, some news, and we'll be right back. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is what's news. We're announcing tonight uh, a very special experience coming to Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort on August 12th, a brand new NBA experience. That's right, the NBA experience will open August 12th at Disney Springs in Disney World. 
The two-story, 44,000-square-foot NBA experience is a one-of-a-kind environment packed with 13 interactive elements and hands-on activities. It'll have a slam dunk challenge. It'll have a shooting skills challenge. You'll be able to see how you stack up against some of the world's best basketball players by measuring their vertical leap, wingspan, shooting, and dribbling. And there's going to be a bunch more. Nothing about cost, how you get in, or any other particulars have been announced as of yet. Disney Vacation Club members, well, you have the opportunity to participate in a one-night special Star Wars experience event in April with special food, photo opportunities. Yes, and the price? It's only $225 per person. Yikes! Well, the Star Wars Galactic Gathering will take place at the World Showplace in Epcot on April 10th. DVC members and their guests will be able to meet their favorite Star Wars characters, pose for photos with Star Wars set pieces and props, and there'll be a DJ playing. It's a bit overboard? Maybe a bit overboard for 225? Well, or is this just a test run for some other special Star Wars events planned in the future, especially coinciding with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up this summer? Only time will tell. Walt Disney World water parks for the first time are offering special deals to save guests 20%. It includes select food entrees dessert and dessert options, a refillable Disney water park bug, and a Disney-themed towel to take home. The splash packs are available now through May 4th at a cost of $44 per person plus tax. They can be purchased at the uh, Singapore Sal's at Typhoon Lagoon or at the Beach House at Blizzard Beach. Over in Disneyland, there's going to be a special Mickey Mouse celebration coming to Disneyland's downtown Disney District in April. Uh, tickets are available and you have to purchase them in advance. Uh, it's a Mickey celebration starting April 26th. The limited po time pop-up experience is filled with themed rooms inspired by all things Mickey Mouse. Each room is filled with selfie-worthy surprises and photo ops because that's what we need nowadays in our lives. Selfie-worthy surprises and photo ops. The rumor of the week? Well, Disney is planning to replace Misner's Lounge with a Beauty and the Beast themed bar and lounge. Now, we mentioned last week that Misner's Lounge is closing for a lengthy refurbishment. According to the rumor mill, the current Misner's Lounge area will be themed to the library from Beast's Castle and will have tables and sofas as a seating area. This has not yet been confirmed. It could be confirmed any day. Who knows? But this could be a quite interesting thing taking place at Misner's Lounge at the Grand Floridian. Finally, opening this weekend on March 31st is Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Lightning McQueen Racing Academy here at Disney's Hollywood Studios is an all-new attraction and we're really excited to bring you. This is a chance to meet McQueen in person, talking to the whole audience, interacting with them, telling you his tips and tricks, and you'll get to meet all your old favorite gang from Radiator Springs as well. Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy is the first time we've ever had an intimate experience with Lightning McQueen in a theater-like atmosphere. There's plenty of humor and fun and action, but at the same time, I think there's also a good messaging about what it means to work together as a team. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. All right, thank you, Steve, for the news. So this week on the Channel Tiki Talk, Keith and I are going to talk about food and what I mean by food. Food, glorious food. Mm, food. Food. It is going to be food from our previous trips, our last trip to Walt Disney World. Keith was there during the uh, the Festival of the Farts, and I yes. was there for um, Food and Flower. Yes, you were. Yeah, so we're going to talk about some of the foods that we had there, 
Keith, I don't think you did a sit-down restaurant on your last trip. We didn't. It was only like a four-day trip, so... So we kind of like we wanted as much part time as possible. So so, so we didn't actually schedule one for this trip. But so I did. I'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, let's let's just start with you and, and let's just uh, let's hear some of the things that you had at uh, the Festival of the Arts. I did actually five things that like we had talked about that was on the previous episode. I did actually try those. All five. Um, I did. Yeah. Wow. The um the chocolate flight um, with the booze was a little disappointing. It was was really rich. I mean, it was like even the um the booze that they put into them it didn't like help enough to cut that richness. It tasted good, but it was extremely hard to finish each of those. The torta um that um was in Mexico was really really good. The beef was excellent. I think our favorite was actually the um, balsamic ribs in uh, Italy. Those things were amazing. Um, well, balsamic uh, is, a, is an incredible, is it's incredibly flavorful anyway, so. Exactly. It, like, it wasn't real overpowering, but it was just enough, and the ribs were tender. It was really good. Right. The one thing that was not part, like, of the festival the uh, his Sven's apple was cheesecake hits in Norway. Right at the bakery was phenomenal. It was, was it? so good. It like actually had like sautéed apples inside her cheesecake. It was oh wow like a pocket. So like it wasn't like overly sweet, but but yeah, it, like I'm not sure um, if that's a staple or it's like if it was like a limited run. If it's there, um, you have to try it. It was really good. It, it's like a shareable portion too, so it's a pretty uh, decent size. Oh wow, interesting! I wish I hadn't known that. I might have tried it when I was there. Yeah, that, that was really good. We liked that one a lot. So, um, what about the food and flower food? So I only had four out of the ten items that we had chosen between you know five drinks and five food items, and of that of one of them on there was the. The orange cream slushy and the souvenir orange bird sipper cup. Yes, which I absolutely had to have. I and wanted I, one of those so bad. <laughs> I I was gonna bring more back, but because Sharon and I, I was gonna bring several back, but because Sharon and I only did our um, only did carry ons, I had literally zero room. Oh, like I barely had. We had no room for what we had, so <clears throat> made it really difficult. But um, I. I love the souvenir cup. I did not like the orange cream slushy one. I thought it was way too sweet to me. I love sweet things too. So for me to say it was sweet, I don't know. Maybe there was just too much syrup in it, but it mm-hmm. was too syrupy. It was way too thick to really enjoy as well. And huh. I was disappointed in it. I mean, it tasted like a creamsicle, but an overly sweet, thick creamsicle. So. I had I don't know I had like four or five sips and like you know what I'm dumping this like I can't have any more it was just too thick. Was you like expecting like more of a citrus like swirlish like almost kind of a flavor like instead of a sweeter one? I was yeah I was yeah I was I was expecting some more of that the citrus uh, tangy thing going on there as opposed mm. to the the sweetness so I I was kind of taken back by it. I don't know if maybe my taste buds had changed from some of the foods I had because also when we were there I had the uh, uh, hold on let me bring it up the 
was the tuna tataki, and that's the tuna ta tuna tataki was um, spicy yuzu glaze, mango, avocado, and pineapple crisp, mm. which was very good. It, as long as you like tuna, it was very good. I don't know if that changed the the flavor profile for me, but it did, and I just was not digging it. I didn't huh. go with the lobster tail just because it didn't look like for eight dollar portion it just looked a little bit too small for me yeah um i did end up doing the sugarcane shrimp skewer which had the steamed rice and a coconut lime sauce which was excellent really yeah, yeah it was really good the it had like the perfect amount of coconut flavor which i was happy with and sharon liked it as well there was plenty of shrimp in there so that made both of us happy uh i know after that we ended up going to the, hold on here as I turn pages. Very exciting for radio. Uh, you took notes. I'm impressed. Yes. <laughs> the uh, the smokehouse. So let's talk the smokehouse here. Now, pretty much everything on the menu looked phenomenal. Yeah, it they, really does. <laughs> I yeah, I went with the beef brisket burnt ends and the smoked oh. pork belly slider with the garlic sausage, chorizo, cheddar fondue, and the house made pickle. All right, let's just say, first of all, I, the presentation, and I think I think in the episode I talked about like what I thought the presentation was like, mm -hmm. and it had the sandwich, I think I sent you a picture, and then it had yeah. um, sausage on a toothpick and then the pickle on top of the toothpick. I should have thrown it inside there because I think it would have made the sandwich even better, but Sharon, right. I had a couple bites out of the pickle and Sharon ate the rest of the pickle. She loved the pickle. The pickle was really good. The sausage was phenomenal. Now... What I should have done was, like I said, was put it inside the sandwich, but I should have I should have sliced the sausage in half to sort of yeah. make it like a sandwich and put it on top of there because the sausage, you take a bite of the sausage and the sandwich at the same time, the, the, the flavors in there were unbelievable. And then you throw the pickle, you know, you get a little bit of the crunch there, but the, um, right. the, the cheddar fondue. The sour and the sauce. Yeah. yeah. The cheddar fondue Damn, is good. so good. The burnt ends were looked absolutely perfect. It was fresh. It didn't taste, you know, they didn't, it wasn't overcooked, which sometimes can happen with burnt ends if they're not, you know, taken care of properly. Right. So it was really good. Ended up washing it down with the, the shipyard maple, maple bacon stout, and I absolutely loved it. Wow. It, it was so flavorful that that stout with that meal that I ended up getting a couple beers while I was eating my sandwich because the beer was so good and you could taste the bacon and uh, you could taste the bacon you could take the, taste the maple and it was so smooth to drink as a beer that I was I'm like I gotta find this at home I couldn't nobody carries it up here but I would buy you know a six pack for that and, and throw it down every night for like two weeks would you like, drink the beer just like by itself oh yeah or it's not heavy at was all. It? Like some stouts are heavy. This mm -hmm. was not a heavy stout. Huh. So, without a doubt, I would definitely drink it on its own. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you had texted me that, it's like I kind of like I cringed. Like I'm not a big um, like stout fan anyway, but the pairing with that with the barbecue, it sounded really good. It did. I, I can guarantee you, if you had it, you would throw it down and enjoy it. Huh. It's that good. Have to uh, look and see if anyone around here carries it or something. Yeah. I doubt it, but right. know, it's worth a shot. Um, so, um, oh, go ahead. Speaking of barbecue, since we stopped at the Polite Pig. Oh, that's right. 
at Springs, they have this new, I mean, it's newer now, but it was a burnt ends um, meatball with a cheesy um, grits underneath. They call it a starter, but each one was probably at least like a two ounce meatball. You got three of them. And I mean, it's like a meal size. I mean, if you weren't like extremely starving, but man, those were so good. I don't know who was the genius that said, hey, I'll take these burnt ends and make them into meatballs, but but uh, it, it should get like a Nobel Peace Prize or something because those were excellent. Now, that had grits in it, or was it mashed potatoes? It's a cheesy um, grits underneath of it. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, man, it was so good. And now I'm hungry. I know, right? Yeah, not good. We should have started this episode like at 5 o'clock instead uh-huh. of 9. <laughs> So another booth we went to was at Florida Fresh, and I got the spicy blackened shrimp and cheddar grits mm. with the brown gravy and the local sweet corn relish. It was so good and so filling at the same time. And I was splitting my meals with Sharon, and I have to say, is the grits made it? You know, you know, grits can be filling, but um, right. with the the brown sauce on there and mixed in with the grits, man, it was very filling. But it was so flavorful, so tasty, so fresh that uh, I, I was completely surprised. And we ended up drinking the uh, the Big Top Brewing Company Conk Republic Key Lime Wheat, which was Ooh. really good. It does sound good. I, I do like a good wheat beer, and I wasn't sure with the Key Lime. We were going, we we're looking at that, and then I was trying to decide between that and then the, the Monarch Milk Stout that they had. But I'm like, I think the key, I, I'm like, I think the key lime weed is probably gonna because it's a wheat beer, right? I think it probably would work really well with the key lime, um, and I thought it was great. It was, you know, the pairing between the two was perfect, so I was happy with that. Like you wouldn't really think that like a beef gravy and shrimp would no uh, would really work together. Not at all. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a poutine with shrimp on it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. The, uh, the Northern Bloom, I ended up getting the seared scallops, which had the French green beans, the butter potatoes, um, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. Mm. Dude, the green the green beans were so tasty in the vinaigrette dressing like that. I was shocked how tasty it was. It was, it had like, it had like that little bitterness, it was like a bitter tangy sweetness to it. Yeah. Because you got the, the brown butter in there. It was so good. I'm like, Sharon, we need to make this like with every meal. And she's like, yeah, you know how unhealthy it is? I'm like, I know, but it tastes so good. And well, I'm always... It's on top of vegetables. You'll be all right. I know. You know, and I'm always worried about seared, having seared scallops in a place yeah. like that. But they were absolutely perfect. So Really? That, yeah. That, I just was about to say that, that it's hard to find, especially at like a booth like that, yeah. um, to find them. It's not like a bouncy ball. Yeah. Um, I know we ended up going to, we had some, we went over to the, the Japan one and we got one of the sushi dishes over there and it wasn't, it was okay. It wasn't great. The one that we had at food and uh, wine was way better, but, um, that was it for flower and garden foods. That's not bad. It sounds like that there was more good than bad. So that's oh, always yeah. good. Yeah. There's only one bad thing that we had and that was the, the sushi and everything else was excellent. We, uh. Uh, I went to um, we Sharon and I got a Grand Marnier slushy, which was excellent, and we always mm-hmm. passed that 
we also went to La Cava and I got an avocado margarita and that was very good as well. Um, if you had to take notes, sir, you'd have been, been too drunk to remember anything. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, that was it for the festival. And then as far as like restaurants go, we, uh, we ended up getting on our, on our last day there, Saturday, that was our anniversary. And with the, our anniversary, we ended up getting the deluxe dining plan. And we went to um, Spice Road Table. And Spice Road Table, man, I love that place. I really do. It's with the I've best never part. been there. It's like I've always wanted to, and we just always just tend to pass it by. Well, yeah. You, you need to go there just because you can go there and you can split some of the tapas that they have. Mm-hmm. And that's like the way to go. Like, it's the first time you're ever going there. We were on the dining plan, so we didn't go that route. But it was so good and it's so nice on a, on a beautiful day you're talking about we're coming from jersey you know the north you were there in february as well and yeah. the weather is so nice outside and it was 70 degrees or 75 degrees oh but down up here it was like 30 so for us to sit outside and enjoy the weather we're going to take it yeah i mean as soon as we got off the plane and we was in uh tube at mco and sun was shining and the sky was blue i was like oh man this is nice because like i don't think that we had seen like a blue sky or sun for that matter for like a month and a half i know yeah so i mean it feels good on your body yeah it does but yeah um a couple of new things that like we tried um was a uh, ample hills creamery mm-hmm. man that place is really nice you can sample as much as you want yep. which is really nice the ice cream was really really good so we tried that so what else did we try that was new um so we tried that um big river um oh yeah yeah real um was okay which i didn't uh, like i wanted um like a burger and it's like i wanted some fries and she goes um so we don't offer fries and i kind of went what? huh well, here, because there, um, his rooms, the, it's above there. They can't actually put, like, fryers in. Oh. After she said that, it kind of made sense, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Chips was okay, though, but... And uh, I think that was it that was new that we tried. Like I said, it, it, it was a shorter trip. Oh, we did. We stopped at Woody's Lunchbox. Uh, oh, you did? And I got the... With three cheese, um, real cheese um, with the soup, and it was like a cooler night. Mm-hmm. It meant it was perfect. It oh, was good. really good. Um, it's well done. The, the soup is actually like a fresh made soup. It's not just like a Campbell's. It was right. like a fresh soup, and it was really good. Oh, that's good. And then, uh, so at um, Spice Road, I had. Oh, I'm up, sorry. I'm that's all right. Really bogarted that whole conversation. That's all right. No worries. I end up having the. Uh, the coriander crusted rack of lamb, which had uh, basmati rice and roasted tomatoes and zucchini. Mm. It was excellent. No fat on it. it. was cooked absolutely perfect. The The waiter I had, he was incredible. He um, he recommended that dish and he re- recommended, I think he said, was it the basmati rice or or. I think the menu didn't have basmati rice. It had something else, and he recommended the basmati rice to me, and it was it was a great recommendation. And I know Sharon ended up getting the uh, yellowfin tuna, and that was very good as well. So um, Sharon loves eating tuna, so uh, that was that worked out. And then later that night, we went to California Grill, and 
This is our first time ever eating a California Grill, and I just have to say that California Grill was phenomenal. It was it was just out of this world. Really? The, oh, the food is spect. It's not cheap. I mean, because we we had the deluxe dining plan. It you know made it affordable for us, right? So I mean that's the reason one of the reasons why we ended up going there because we ended up getting the deluxe dining plan, but um, I ended up well, we ended up getting I'm gonna try to pull up uh, some the pictures of what we ended up eating because I wasn't prepared to talk about California Grill but I will be and <laughs> the uh, <laughs> all right so I'm gonna pull up the menu I'm gonna look at the menu for appetizers. Sharon and I, we had, because on the deluxe signing plan, you get the appetizer. Each person gets an appetizer. So we ended up getting the spicy Kazan roll, which is a sushi roll. It's crab, shrimp, scallops, tuna in a fireball sauce. Dude, Ooh. if you didn't like sushi, you have this. I guarantee you would love sushi after eating this. Really? I'm not saying that you would like to, you would go to a sushi restaurant and order sushi, but just having this you're not necessarily tasting all the fish you're just tasting like the sauce and everything like so you have like your sushi rolls right. and in the middle of the sushi rolls there's a space of probably like two inches and that's where they have like the, the fire sauce and some like the crab stuff and extra things going on in there so you like you 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 know you grab your sushi roll and you put some of the extra stuff on top of the sushi roll unbelievable man it was just so fresh it's, Served absolutely perfect, so flavorful. I, I just couldn't believe how good it was. Well, and, and that's the, the one thing that's always like scared me from there is like, like I'm not a big like seafood person. Right. I mean, uh, I do eat some standards and uh, and stuff like that, but I think it's just uh, because I don't really have the fresh seafood and stuff here. So to to like you know actually try it in a place that actually knows what they're doing i think i uh, probably should yeah at least try it yeah i mean when you're when you're trying when you're eating there everything is so fresh and we had the other appetizer we had was the tuna three-way it was a sesame tuna tataki spicy tuna sesame hand roll and shisho pit stew dress tuna and everyone was incredible just so fresh that's Mm. like the key it's like I've had good tuna before, but this was like great tuna. So just just because how fresh and everything was, it was probably a higher grade tuna as well. And I'm not used to having that. Like I said, I mean, it's all about freshness and the skills of the chefs in the kitchen. I mean, yeah. it's like it all starts with you know the fresh ingredients, and I would hope for as expensive as that place yeah. is that they would get the right stuff. So then the entree, both Sharon and I ended up getting the same thing. We got uh, well, better- that's no fun. <laughs> no, it's not, but it was butter poached lobster tail and jumbo sea scallop, um, mm. which was Romanesco sugar snap peas in a creamy fish broth with black mint. The I, I'm going to just tell you, you're, you're talking about it like a, a dish you would die for. The broth itself is just worth going to this restaurant for. Really? It had, yeah, it had this like spicy kick to it, and you can almost eat it like a soup it was just like the flavor profiles were just so intense it was just like I, I should have taken notes at the time just because like your first the first taste you you tasted something and then you tasted something else again in the second and then all of a sudden like this little heat kicked in it at the end it was mm-hmm. so good the scallops were so fresh 
so perfectly cooked, so flavorful. So I would like cut the scallop in half and, and dip it into the sauce and take a bite. It was so good. Now the lobster, I was a little disappointed in. And Sharon did not like the lobster at all. Really? Yeah, so she pawned it off on me. It was okay. I I don't even know what the problem with it was. I just maybe it was just a little bit overcooked. Right. Um but I, I was I was perfectly fine that it was like that because the the sea scallops were so good and they were so so big. Was it like a butter poached lobster or It was, was yeah. Which is weird that it'd be overdone if it was like a butter poach. That's weird. It was. Now, for dessert, the only one I'm going to talk about worth really talking about was strawberry creme brulee. Oh. It was a vanilla oh. bean creme brulee with fresh local strawberries, cornflake crunch, coconut whip, sponge cake. Dude, I've never had a creme brulee <laughs> that tasted this good in my life. Really? Ever. I mean, I've had some really good creme brulees. I've had right. fresh. I've had some from. Um, I forgot there, there was a there was a chef in New York that made really good creme brulee, and it was incredible. This was like this like blew our socks off. It was so good. It was so light, so fluffy. You could take. It was the strangest thing having a creme brulee that tasted like a strawberry. Wow. It was unbelievable. Okay, which means now if we go back there, it's like I'm going to have to book a reservation there now. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like I said, we only did it because it was a special occasion. Right. And I would not take my kids there because I really want to enjoy it. But it was so good. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. It was so good. I mean, it was just, I, I loved it. And that's pretty much all the food that we had. Um, there was a couple other things, but... This is the only stuff that was worth mentioning. Is there anything that you wanted but you didn't get to? Um, I would say at the Flower and Garden, I did want to try... I forget where it was. It was the... Oh, gosh, what was it? Like the tandoori chicken, I think it was. I did not get mm -hmm. to that one. I really wanted to. And I, I was going over to Germany because on my list was the, the pretzel with uh, the ham and the, I think the Gruyere cheese. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to go try that. I saw a picture of it. I'm like, yep, nope, I'm passing. It did not look good. <laughs> that bad, huh? Yeah, it didn't look good. So what about you? Anything that you wanted to try? There, there was one thing that was at, at the studios over by the like Incredibles Street, I guess, or it's whatever it's called. They had a key lime pie on a stick. Ooh. Man, I had talked about this for like weeks, but but that we were enjoying ourselves in Toy Story Land, and by the, the time that we got done and was walking back, was too late, oh. and like they they it just shut the window. Oh really? Um, that was heartbreaking. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, but wait, I just oh, oh man. <laughs> and it's like that. That was like our um, like our one um, like studios day. So it's like right. we didn't get back over there. But oh well. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it for food. You know, people, you know, tell us about you know your food experiences. Tweet us or message us. Send us something on Facebook. I know we're not very active in those, but it, more so in our personal accounts than anything else. Well, yeah, true. 
but we'll see it nonetheless. Yep. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rentals at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check the store at redbubble.com slash podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 2564MyTiki. That's 25646, whatever. And if you like the show, <laughs> rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1MIN Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me um, on Twitter and on Instagram. At Dole Whip Daily. And I want to thank uh, Steve for giving us the news again this week. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm going to throw it over to you, Alan. Thank you. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.